0: We shall pray and get into the word. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Holy Father, as we come before you this night to break the bread of life, Father, we ask that the spirit of grace would anoint me. Father, I'm asking that... The hand of the Lord will be upon each person here to receive the engrafted word of Almighty God. Father, I thank you this night for what you're going to do. I thank you that this night revelation knowledge shall flow forth unhindered by any force and people shall see the truth of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for what you're going to do in Jesus' mighty name. Every saint said, Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Turn with me tonight to Big John, the fourth chapter. Big, good John. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. On Wednesday nights, we've been looking at the testimonies of the healings in Jesus' ministry. The testimony of the healings uh, in Jesus' ministry. Praise the Lord. In Jesus' ministry... The Holy Spirit saw fit to record 19 different cases of healings. Uh, in his earthly ministry, Jesus performed many more than that. No telling how many he healed. Sometimes it'd say he it healed a multitude. Uh, sometimes it'd say there's all healed at surfaces. Sometimes it'd say nobody got healed. Sometimes it'd say only one got healed. But the Holy Spirit saw fit to record 19 cases, and I believe in these 19 cases, they fit every situation that can come up, no matter what kind of healing you need, no matter where you're at with the Lord. He's got a, a, a case that'll fit yours, praise God. You've got a precedence in the Word of God that you can go to and say, that fits me, that's me he's talking about right there. That suits me right there, that's, that's just like me. Blessed be God, I'm just gonna get me some of it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Uh, In these 19 cases, I believe he covers every method of healing, uh, covers everything to do do with healing that you need to know. Uh, Out of these 19 cases of healing, though, there is something that keeps cropping up. If you watch very closely, 12 out of those 19 cases, the individual's faith is mentioned. The individual's faith is mentioned. It mentions that faith. Daughter, thy faith has made you whole, not my faith. Jesus never said my faith, but he said thy faith. According as thou hast believed, so be it unto you. See, so we can see readily anybody that's believing can get something from God. Amen? In Jesus' healings, in his ministry, his healings fall under two categories. Under two categories. They are the individual's faith and the manifestations of the Holy Ghost. Now, a lot of people have this preconceived idea that Jesus just went about healing people to prove that he was the Son of God or prove that he had authority over the devil or prove something that he could do, that he was deity. That's never been the case. That's never been the case. Jesus, if he operated as the Son of God down here on this earth, then how come he had to be anointed? Huh? How come he had to be anointed? How come he never performed a miracle until the Spirit of God came upon him and anointed him? The Word of God says in Ephesians 2, 7, He laid aside all His deity, all His supernatural power, and came to this earth as a man only, and then was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power, and went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with Him. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise God. He kept mentioning in most of the cases of healing the individual's faith, now let me make a statement right here that you need to get a hold to. These people that Jesus healed, there was none of them that were Christians. There was no Christians in uh, got healed under Jesus' ministry. In other words, Jesus never healed in his personal earthly ministry. He never preached to one Christian. He preached to the Jews or any Gentiles that that were there, there was no one that was born again until after Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. Do you understand that? No one was saved till Jesus was raised from the dead. That's how you get saved. Believe that God raised him from the dead. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. So as we read these cases of healing, you keep one thing in mind. I got something better than them folks because I'm born again. I got something better. If that will work for those people under Jesus' ministry, how much more will it work for me because I have received the faith of Almighty God. If their faith made them whole, blessed be God, mine can, and I can operate on the Jesus kind. Hallelujah. He said in Ephesians 2.8, eight said, By grace was you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, a gift of God. In, In Romans 12 and 3, he said, For every man not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but think soberly, soberly, as God has dealt to every man among you, writing to Christians, every man among you, the measure of faith. If you've been born again, you already have the measure of faith. You're not going to get it. You got it the minute you got born again. Now, if you need faith on different subjects, see, as you hear the Word of God, faith will come on that, on that certain subject. But you got something on the inside of you, born again, the faith of Jesus Christ. Galatians 2.20, he said, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Now, it's not I that liveth, but it is Christ that liveth in me. And the life that I now live... In this house, in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. So I'm going to operate on the Jesus kind. Amen? Praise the Lord. So we have some better things working for us than these people did. So let's remember this. In Jesus' ministry, faith was required unless the manifestations of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost were in operations. And Jesus could not manifest and operate the gifts of the Spirit any time he wanted to, no more than we can. They come only as the Spirit wills. Do you understand that? Praise the Lord. Fourth chapter of, uh, of John, starting the 46th verse. <coughs> this is the case of the... Uh, Nobleman's son. It says, So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee where he had made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said unto him, "Except you see signs and wonders, ye will not believe." You ain't gonna believe nothing if you don't see signs and wonders. That's a peculiar statement, isn't it? The nobleman said unto him, "Sir, come down ere my child die." Jesus said unto him, "Go thy way; thy son liveth." (laughs) And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him. And he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth and himself believed in his household. This is again the second miracle that Jesus did when he was come out of Judea into Galilee. Well, here we have a case where a nobleman, he, uh, some translation said he worked for the king, he uh, uh, came and besought Jesus on behalf of his son. That couldn't help himself, he was down in the bed sick by, at the point of death, and he comes to Jesus, you know you ever thought about how come he come to Jesus? How come he come to Jesus? Well he came to Jesus because Jesus had been to Cana before and had performed miracles. It said that's where he'd done his first miracle. He turned the water into wine. He heard about this miracle worker and he heard about him and that he was a prophet of God and heard that he had a healing ministry. That's why he came. That's why he came. Amen. Praise God. He'd heard of the miracles that Jesus had done. See, Jesus had been in in this town before. He turned the water into wine. He had heard these things. But something else, folks, he believed them things. He believed in it. You know how come I know? Because he came to Jesus. He came beseeching him. Amen? He said, The noble man went. He besought word basalt means to call to one's aid. He called for his aid. Most translations said he came and begged him. He begged him. He begged him. He said, uh, my son's at the point of death. He's at the point of death. I mean, he's right at the point of death. Will you come to my house and heal him? Folks, do you know I don't care if you're at the point of death. It ain't never too late to come to Jesus. Right. Amen. I don't care where you're at. You know, Paul and Silas, it talked about them over there in that old stinking jail over at Philippi. And he said at midnight, at midnight, not just 12 o'clock at night, but the darkest hour in your life, it's never too late to cry out to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. It's never too late to come to Jesus. Praise God. Kind of like Jairus, he came to Jesus and his little daughter was already dead. It don't get too late. Jesus does not arrive late, folks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He arrives on time. Praise God. The son lied at the point of death. He couldn't help himself. He needed help. His daddy came. 48th verse there. Right in the middle of this, he told him, said, he come begging him, come, come down here, my son. He's at the point of death. 48th verse said, Then Jesus said unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, you'll not believe. Phillips translates that. said, Jesus said unto him, I suppose you'll never believe unless you see signs and wonders. Isn't that a peculiar statement right in the middle of this? Here the man is begging, my son's sick, come come, come heal him. Oh, you ain't going to believe nothing unless you see a sign and wonder. How come Jesus made that statement? He's wanting to locate him. He's trying to locate his faith. Just where you're coming from, boy? Huh? Let's see if you really believe. Let's see what you really believe. You ain't going to believe nothing unless you see something. He said, oh, come on. Oh, yes. Come on, ere my son die. Come on. <laughs> he didn't give up on it. See, a lot of times folks give up too quick. They're ready to be discouraged before they ever get there. They're ready for failure before they even get a chance to get a miracle, folks. I'm telling you right now, when you come to Jesus, don't ever give up, no matter what it looks like. If it looks like, no way I can get in the house. No way I can get into the meeting. Bless God, rent a bulldozer and get in. Hallelujah. Don't ever give up. Can you say amen? If you do not have a heart, that says I'm going to get it at all cost. I come for my miracle. You're not going to get that thing. See, folks think, well, this, you know, they're just easy. He come over and Jesus said, well, go on to ask your son's to ill. He wasn't like that. Jesus wanted to locate that old boy. Just what do you believe? Just what do you believe? Where is your faith at, noble man? Huh? Where is it at? 50th verse, now 49th verse, Nobleman said unto him, Sir, sir, I liked that, yes, sir, <laughs> yes, sir. So I ain't, uh, he didn't say, well, I'd like to see one of those miracles. You know, Jesus, I heard about those, I uh, turned that water into wine, and you know, I, it would inspire my faith to see a miracle. Huh? Well, if I could just see one, I'd really believe. I fact, all oh, my faith would soar into the heavens if I could just see one little miracle. He, didn't, he said, lest you see a sign one, wonder, you ain't going to believe nothing. He said, sir, come down lest my, my son die. Come down. I believe. He's saying, I believe. You believe he's saying it? Let's see what he's saying here. All right. Jesus said to him, 50th verse, Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. Woo, glory, hallelujah. Jesus gave the command. How many of you know you've got a book full of commands right there? Huh? He's got a book full in there. He's got some things in there that said himself took my infirmities. He bare my sickness. That is a command by the Holy Ghost written on this holy writ. And you can take that just like you could take Jesus appearing and speaking directly to you because it's the word of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Can you shout amen tonight, folks? Oh hallelujah I just uh, just as soon to have that As I had 40 angels appear And go to preaching I'd rather have this I'd rather have this than I had heaven Cause he said heaven and earth will pass away But my word shall never pass away oh. Can you shout amen tonight amen. Say thank God for the word thank Say thank God for the word thank God. Hallelujah Jesus gave the command thy son liveth amen. he said this promise is unto you and your whole household and as many as are far off as the Lord thy God shall call that's what Jesus said he gave the command amen he said himself took my infirmities he buried my sickness who is own self bear our sin in his body and on the tree. That we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. That's a command from the Lord. Can you say amen? amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well he said now your son liveth. Go thy way thy son liveth. 50th verse. It said Jesus, "Said unto him, Go thy way; thy son liveth." But what did he do? Huh? He said, "And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken." <laughs> Here's a heathen. I mean, this old boy ain't saved. This old boy ain't no Christian. I mean, he's heard of Jesus and he come to get some of. It. He said, "And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken." Blessed be God. It will over the written word either, praise God. It'll always be the same. If Jesus stood right here and spoke to you about healing, you know what he'd tell you right now? He said, I took your infirmities and bare your sickness. It'd be the same thing as the word of the living God. Never be any difference, never. Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. Praise God. The nobleman believed Jesus' word. Well, how you know he believed his word? He said said he believed his word now listen to him an old man believed his word that Jesus had spoken unto him and he went his way he went off the house how come he went on home he didn't say well and the nobleman said oh please come please. no he received the word oh come by me Lord come by me I wish Jesus would come by my house Oh, if I lived in Jesus' day, I'd, it'd be an easy thing for me to get my healing. If I could get to where Jesus was, he said he believed the word that was spoken. Praise God. That right there is God speaking. Praise the Lord. Can you shout amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If he hadn't believed it, he'd have been still begging him, wouldn't he? Oh, come on, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. But he believed his word. I believe it's time for Christians to rise up and believe God's word. Hallelujah. 51st verse. It said, And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I bet you when they run into him, he is already happy because he believed his word back yonder. Oh, hallelujah. He is already jumping up and down. I'm, I bet they met a fellow just jumping in and janging and singing when he come down the road. He said, look at boss man a j- dancing. What is he doing? See? He said he believed. When you believe the word of God... You'll always get a good report, (laughs) folks. When you believe God, you'll always—the report you get will always be a good report. Praise the Lord. All right, he said here, fifty-second verse. Then he then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. Philip said the hour he began to recovery. Wayma said that hour he had shown improvement. How many of you know sometimes when they pray for fun, We looked at the, the the man at Capernaum, the, the, the cripple man. It said when they let him down through, he said, Thy sins be forgiven. Immediately he was healed. Immediately. Amen. Now this fellow right here, he said he began to amend. He began to amend. He asked, When did he begin to recovery? Uh Wamos said, What hour? He had shown improvement. He began to amend. He began to improve. He began to recover. When did he do that? The minute Jesus spoke it. Are you listening to me? See, in Jesus' ministry, they either was immediately healed or began to amend right then. When you make connections with Almighty God, you'll be either instantly healed or begin to amend right then. Every time, every time, and you need to be honest with yourself. You need to be honest with yourself and and be sure you make connections. See, the minute you make connections, something's going to happen. What hour did he begin to recover? What hour did he begin to improve? What hour did he begin to amend when Jesus spoke it? How many of you know when you read the Word of God, if you'll act upon it, the minute you act upon it, bless God, you'll begin to amend or be immediately healed right then. Hallelujah. Every time that you receive something from Almighty God, there will be a change right then. There will be a change. Always. You know, a lot of times folks say, well, now you just go home and just go confess it and confess it and confess it. And that's fine. That ain't nothing. But confession is to keep you built up in the word. Are you understanding me? It isn't to get make this thing come about, see how many of you know healing's done come about healing ain't calling those things that be not as though they were friend healing be hallelujah healing be praise God it's not trying to get something that ain't to be it already be praise God glory hallelujah praise the Lord praise God this miracle caused his whole household to believe didn't it I'm telling you miracles will work folks These miracles will work. Praise the Lord. Well, we see in this case, this father's faith, his believing the word, caused his son to be healed. How many of you know believing will cause your son to be healed? Are you listening to me? He will begin to amend or he will get healed immediately. Your individual faith will work for you every single time. See, a lot of times people always want someone else to get something for them. God wants you to get it on your own. He wants you to believe him. He wants every person to have a personal relationship where they believe God personally, heart to heart, reaching out from their heart and say, I believe Almighty God with my whole heart. Praise the Lord. This fellow, man, when he told him, he said, Go thy way, thy son liveth. I don't know how Jesus said it, whether he whispered it to him or said it with a booming voice, but it was some kind of anointing on it because that anointing broke that yoke, friend. (laughs) I mean, there's no time in the spirit. I don't care if he is at Capernaum and they was at Canaan blessed be God, the word of God has no bounds the word of God's not bound by any force, not distance anything, when God said that lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover that's the word of the living God his word is out on it he has spoken, praise God and if he spoke it he will bring it to pass amen, praise God so we see here, this father's faith caused his son to be healed he believed his word. Believe God's word. Believe God's word. And I'll tell you something else. This fellow wasn't fixing to leave there till he got some kind of satisfaction either. Now, Jesus said, You ain't going to believe nothing until you see a sign and wonder. Come on now, my son. He's lying in hell. Let's go, sir. Let's get something going now, sir. He's respectful. You know? Let's go, my son. ere my son die. Come on. If you don't come, he's going to die. He does not have another chance. You're it. You're it. Blessed be God. I'm not dependent on the doctors. I'm not depending on anything else. I'm not dependent on anything but you. Lest you come, ere he die. I'm, I, I'm depending totally on you. Do you see where he was? Well, now, let's try that healing stuff. and you know, and, Well, you know, we can always go to the doctor, you know, if it don't work, you know you know we can try grandma's remedy, and you know she got a few of them healed killed a few she kind of had to kill a cure you know kill a few and cure a few <laughs> amen he wouldn't take no for an answer it, Jesus I mean he located him quick didn't he you ain't going to believe nothing you ain't going to believe nothing unless you see a sign in wonder you ain't going to believe nothing Sir, come down ere my child die. Ain't asking them signs, and wonders. I'm asking you coming. I don't care nothing about all that. You, the healing one. Jesus said to him, "Go thy way, thy son, living." Amen? Amen. He received the spoken word of Jesus. He received the word. Praise God. Praise God. I'm telling you, when you receive it, something will happen. Something will happen. Something will happen right then. I'll tell you, right, I, I, I tell you what, When you, you know when you've received it. When you receive it, something will go off in your heart. I'm telling you, a thrill will go through your spirit. Blessed be God, it'll be something go off. Blessed be God, he said, go thy way. Man, he went his way. Let us go. I got something in my heart. Amen. Amen. Oh, bless God, here we go. Well, I don't know if I'd leave yet. I'd, you know, wait around. Maybe you can get a confirmation. <laughs> All right, praise the Lord. This miracle caused the whole household to come to the Lord. All right, let's look at one more case of healing. Crippled man at the pool of Bethesda, the fifth chapter there. Fifth chapter. he said and after this there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda having five porches now here's five I don't know how big the porches was if you'd seen the temple you'd realize that them porches was each one of them was bigger than this church And it was five porches full of them or five buildings full of these sick folks. I mean, they had a pile of them. They were just everywhere. Five porches. Third verse, In these lay a great multitude, not just a multitude, is a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season, into the pool and troubled the waters. And whosoever, then, first after the troubling of the water stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? Now this fellow here, he said, Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, I'll be made whole. will not you lay hands on me? What did you say? The impotent man answered him, said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I'm coming another steppeth down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. Immediately, immediately the man was made whole. And he looked up and he took up his bed and walked and on the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said unto him, uh, That was cured, it, it is the Sabbath day and it's not lawful to carry thy bed. You know, they used to, have John G. Lakes arrested, John G. Lake went to court sometimes as as many as two hundred and fifty times in a year's time over two hundred times many and they'd arrest him for practicing medicine without a, a license They never want anything he's getting them healed documented healing documented healings I, I don't remember exactly how many cases of healing per year, but there was. Something like he had at one time 20,000 cases of documented healings, uh, doctor documented healings, and they still had him arrested. So always somebody's got some kind of gripe uh, if they don't believe in the supernatural power of God. Amen. Tenth verse, Jews therefore said unto him, That was cured uh, the Sabbath day, it's not lawful to carry thy bed. And he answered them, He that made me whole the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. And then they asked him, What man is this which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was. He didn't know who it was. For Jesus had conveyed himself away, and a multitude being in that place. And afterward Jesus, finding him in the temple, said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon thee. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole, and therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. Man, they'd get us all now. That's when we do most praying for the sick. But Jesus answered them, My Father worketh hitherto I work. 18th verse said, Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him because... He not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also God was his Father. Oh, they would get us, wouldn't they? If we said we're one with the Father, <laughs> in union with the Master, making himself equal with God. Nineteenth <laughs> verse, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing, Of himself. But whatsoever he seeth the Father do, for what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. All right, here's the case of a manifestation of the Holy Ghost. This is a manifestation that God operated, the Holy Ghost operated through Jesus Christ. First, we see this man come down, he had been there. No telling how long, but he had been crippled for 38 years. Now, he was waiting around for the troubling of the water. An angel would come down at periodical times and trouble the water. This was a demonstration of God, the sovereignty of God. He would, you know, I've thought a lot of times, why did he do that? He just wanted to keep something before the people's eyes that he was still in the healing business, folks. Amen. He would trouble the water. He'd come down at you know different times. There was no set time for him to come down. If it was, they'd be all sitting around waiting on you know 4:30 to get there where he'd trouble the water, you know, and jumping in. But different times, the spirit would, the angel would come down trouble the water, and the first one got in was healed. Jesus walked up there and said that he knew that this man had been there a long time. How did he know it? Someone said, well, he just knew everything. No, he did not. The Bible's very plain. It said Jesus grew in wisdom and knowledge and favor with God and man. He grew in it. He grew in it. He didn't just know everything. Why? He laid that aside, folks. Well, what was this? This was a, the gift of the word of, of knowledge operating through him. The supernatural gifts operated through him. Said that man's been there a long time. He probably told him the exact number of years, days, and hours. See, he said he'd been there, knew that he'd been there a long time. In this case, Jesus asked him, said, "Will you be made whole?" Uh, important man. Know what he told? He said, "Well, uh, you know, he didn't know nothing about healing." He didn't know Jesus. He didn't know any of it. You know, he said, well, I ain't got anybody to put me in the water when the, the pool, while it's being troubled, while I come down, another steps in. And Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. Faith was not involved in this. When the supernatural gifts of the Spirit are in operation, there requires no faith at all, none whatsoever. This is a total uh, manifestation of the Holy Ghost. See? He manifested this. You cannot depend upon that and receive every time. I know a lot of people say, well, I'm going to go here and go there, and if I can get around this, maybe I can get my People used to follow Catherine Kuhlman around. It'd be thousands of them in, in meetings, and maybe one over here and one over there. You say, well, how come God done that? I don't know. I think maybe he done that just to show them that he's still in the healing business and that he still loved them and encourage them to believe in healing. Praise God. Because God's best, he wants you to believe. All right, this healing took place. It was a manifestation of the Spirit, and this comes about as the Spirit wills. You understand that? Now, when this fellow got healed over there just before him, it, it was his faith, this nobleman's son. This nobleman believed for it. That'll work every time. But this is what we're reading here. You, can't, you cannot depend upon that. Are you listening to me? You cannot depend upon that. You cannot take the Bible and say, well, I'm going to believe for a manifestation of the Holy Ghost and gifts going to operate tonight. I'm going to believe that through sisters such and such, the gifts of healing, you can't do that. These are as the spirit reels. First Corinthians 12, 1 uh, through 6, 6 verse said. These things happen as the Spirit wills, only, only. You say, well, how come he don't will to do something? I don't know how come he don't will to do nothing. He's already given his will when he put Jesus on the cross and put your sickness on him. That was his will, see. I think sometimes these supernatural manifestations are just kind of like advertisement. Advertisement of God. He's advertising. He's still in the healing business. Advertising. Believe God and God can heal you. Praise God. See, this required no faith. It didn't say Jesus went up there and preached and taught or anything like that. All it said that Jesus spoke to him. Take up thy bed. The 19th verse over there, it said then answered Jesus unto them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself. See the son couldn't do this of himself. He could not. He can't. See Jesus just couldn't go up there and say, "Well, a, a crippled man, you've been crippled thirty-eight years. Just rise up and walk." See a lot of that. People read that and they thought they'd try that. See, I was in a, a church one time, and this uh, young man, he uh, uh been in a wheelchair for a couple of years, and this girl was had received some teaching about the authority of the believer and she, after service she just stood up and said boy you ain't leaving here till you get out of that wheelchair and the pastor didn't say nothing he just you know I don't know he's young he didn't, he didn't know what to say he ought to reach and you know got her by the ear or the hair of the head or something said sit down girl and shut up but he didn't are you listening to me? And she went over and said, you ain't leaving. And she got him by the arm. I said, come up out of there. And he pulled back. He wasn't fixing to get out. You couldn't have took a come along and got him out of that thing. See? He wasn't fixing to. He, ha- he was depending on receiving insurance money. And guess what? He got his insurance money. But he's still riding that two-wheeler. Are you listening to me? I tell you what when i pray for folks a lot of time i'll ask them fr- flat out are you you got any kind of suit you got anything well you got anything working for you along them lines if you do i ain't gonna pray because in the back of your mind say well if i get that i ain't gonna get that money see this boy didn't get the twenty thousand dollars, and he's still crippled see 10 12 years ago 10 years ago that you know that might have and he a young boy this girl said, "Well, you, 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 this, just, just I'm gonna get him up." And he pulled back, and she and, and it would, you know. And guess who won? He won. He wasn't getting out of that chair. See, kind of like Jesus asked this fellow, "Will you be made whole?" Some folks will not be made whole. Amen now you listen close to me I'm going to help you you can't just run around pulling folks when Peter and John walked up to the gate called beautiful this man lay there lame from his mother's womb Peter and John about to enter in the man said I was asking arms. he said silver and gold have I none but I got something else in the name of Jesus rise up and be healed you know what the man did he sat there. He did not move. And Peter took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Then he goes on to explain how come he lifted him up. And you need to read it. You need to read it. You don't just run around pulling folks up. You can go up to the hospital and drag them out. You can do all you want to. But they'll have the police when you get down to the bottom because you're just going to be pulling on folks unless the Spirit of God. He sat. now listen to me. How I many you know Jesus spit on folks? He spit on folks, spit in one fellow's eye. Spit in another and put it his t- on his tongue. Now you go around and spit on somebody just if you want to. You better know it's God. Or they'll be praying for black eyes and broke legs and everything else on you. Amen? Amen? See a lot of that see, a lot of that's went on in the body of Christ. And they said, "Well, uh, uh, the Peter and John just reached out and pulled the man up. Yes, he did, but he explained why. He said, "This man that you see was impotent. He stands before you whole by faith in the name of Jesus Christ and through faith in Jesus Christ. That faith. That was of him. In other words, the faith of Jesus Christ, the gift of faith was in operation right there. The f- gift of faith come up on him, and if he'd have been dead, he'd have raised him. See? It didn't make any difference, would he? If he'd have, if he'd have just, he didn't, even, he didn't even try to get up, he just reached and picked him up. See? Kind of like one girl said, come on time, said, I want y'all to pray for me that, uh, that uh, uh, my faith won't fail said, the Lord told me uh, to go raise somebody from the dead. A lady had died. said, I'm going to go over and raise her from the dead. If God told you to do something, you couldn't hog, you couldn't hog tie you and, and, and gag you and put, uh, put you in a, a box, an iron box. You couldn't know where in the world it would stop you from doing it. That faith would drive you to do it. You don't need someone to pray for you or something like that. Uh, Agree with me that everything will be all right. When these gifts are in operation, you don't need anything else. You have a driving force on the inside of you that cannot be denied. Peter and John said, Look on us. We got something. We got something. What you got? I got something straight from the throne. The gift of faith is in operation. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those are gifts of the Spirit. Don't require no faith. didn't say Peter and John went to the gate called Beautiful, stood there and preached three hours, and they perceived the man had faith to be healed. Didn't do that, did he? See, over at Lystra it said, there at Lystra Paul preached the gospel, and he perceived that a lame man had faith to be healed. He said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped up, and his feet and ankle bones received strength. See, the same thing that manifested itself in the gift of faith, and through this gift of healing through Jesus, you can get it to operate just by believing God. your faith. You can get the same results, same results. And bless God, you know what? If you get it on your faith, you'll be able to keep it. See, you'll be able to keep it. (coughs) Praise the Lord. See, folks think that Jesus just go around and just put a healing on folks, anybody he want to. See, it said there in the third verse, there's a great multitude of them. How come he didn't heal some more of them? You know the heart of Jesus. You know the love of God. You know the compassion of God. Man, don't you know he walked up there and and five porches full of these folks. Man, everywhere you look is crippling. Man, they didn't have doctors. They didn't have any kind of... Sure, Jesus wanted them all healed. You know how I know he won them all healed? Because himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. Himself already. See, and if I believe that, I can receive the spoken word of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. already right, asked this fellow. He said, uh, uh, will you be made whole? And this man said, well, now, sir, I don't have no man to uh, put me in the water when the water's troubled now no telling how he'd been, he'd been crippled 38 years I don't know how long he'd been there but let me tell you something folks if I can get healed out there in that pool of water and I've been crippled 38 years you, go, you go, I'll build me a diving board where I can dive I'll be the first rascal in there some kind of way are you listening to me I'll, get a, I'll bail off the top of the house I'll get me someone up there and as soon as that water y'all push me off down, boom down in that water are you listening to me? I'm going to get it. This fellow didn't have some gumption about it. Well, you know, I ain't got nobody to help me. Poor me. Or if someone was stand with me, I'd get it. I tell you what, Holy Spirit don't love me no more. You want to help me? Will thou be made whole? I ain't got no help. Poor me. I think I'll crawl up on the house and eat a worm. You see what I'm talking about? Look, if this fellow had heard Jesus preach, I don't believe he'd have got any of it. Do you hear me? I believe if he'd heard Jesus 10 years preach, he wouldn't have got a thing. fellow with that kind of attitude ain't going to get nothing, folks. Kind of like I heard an old football coach. At, at, at Florida A&M black fella had a long head he had a long head on. I, I remember his head and they, he did, won three championships in a row football three in a row three in a row that's unheard of you know that that's unheard of Barry Bryant never done it three in a row he won three in a row he wasn't major colleges, was he small college They said, what kind of players you, you like? What kind of players you like? How do you pick them out? What, 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 what do you look for in a player? See, if I know what you pick out, I get me some like them too because you know how to pick them because you winning. How many of you like to follow a winner? Huh? Well, we've won. they said what kind of players you like he said well I'll tell you what I like them what are agile I want them agile and said I like a big man that is mobile and said I like them that's hostile (laughs) I'm telling you right now if some of these Christians need to get hostile and get mobile and say, I'm getting it. Bless God, if Jesus Christ died and paid for it, I'm gonna get mobile and agile, and I'm gonna get hostile with the devil. I'm gonna get what belongs to me. I'm not gonna put up with it no longer. I done got mad, hallelujah, and I'm going no further. This is my day of deliverance. This is my day to receive. I ain't going no further. My God, I'm gonna get it, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, shout hallelujah. See, so many Christians going around looking for the gifts of Spirit to operate or looking for somebody else to help them or they receive for them. Well, won't you try to hit me? You know. How I many of you know you can always depend upon that faith that God give you and His Word? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Look in the uh, 10th verse. Well, it said, The Jews therefore said on him that was cured, it's the Sabbath, not lawful for thee to carry your bed. Hmm. Wouldn't that be disheartening? Man, I ain't picked up nothing in 38 years. Now i got to put it down. Can't even tote that. (laughs) (laughs) Then asked they, Uh, What man is this which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he said, He that was healed wist not who it was. For Jesus conveyed himself. He didn't even know who Jesus was. He didn't have faith in Jesus. He didn't, you know, it wasn't nothing like that. He didn't even know who it was. Fourteenth verse. He said, Afterward Jesus find him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, Thou art made whole, sin no more, lest the worst thing come upon thee. How many of you know? Sometimes sickness is caused by sin, yeah. huh? Sickness is caused by sin. We can see these sexual uh, uh, things that's going on and the diseases, AIDS, and what was that other one they thought was so bad caused sores on folks, herpes, you know. It's some sins that, that, that'll cause disease and plagues that can't be cured. Someone said, well, that AIDS is a divine judgment from God. No, that's not a divine judgment from God. That's the wages of sin, folks. Sin will cause sickness at times. Now, this cause you get sick don't mean you sin. I'm not saying that. If you live in this world, at times, sin- sickness is going to try to get on you just because you live here in the world but if you know who you are and what, what you're doing you can get her off yeah. see? praise the Lord praise the Lord I was young in the Lord didn't know a whole lot I had a friend lived close to me and his wife oh he'd been sick for a good long while his wife called and said the doctor said that he will be dead within a week ten days, That he, he didn't have long and uh so me and a friend of mine went to see him and I uh, and I uh, uh, ministered to him healing, and I prayed with him, and he accepted the Lord as his Savior. And I laid hands on him to receive the Holy Ghost, and he, he went to tell me, he said, you know, When I laid hands on him, I began to talk in tongues. And when I laid hands on him, he he was going to tell me, I can't talk in tongues. He said, I can't. And the Spirit of God come upon him, and he got to talking in tongues. Praise God. Well, now, see, he's done received a vocal miracle. Here he is lying on his deathbed, couldn't get up. Man, he done set up to a a prone position now. He's done received a miracle. How many of you know talking in tongues is a vocal miracle? It is a vocal miracle. He doesn't receive this. I said, Brother, that ain't all. You can have your healing today. Praise God. And I read him a scripture, lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. I said, You ready? He said, I'm ready. And blam, he got healed just like that. Cancer, both lungs eat up. Man, just instantly healed. Oh, hallelujah. Man, a big miracle happened. Man, I could jump the moon. He could too. Man, and I told him, I said, we have church at a certain time and Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, you know, and, we, you know, and all this come. I want you to be a regular and learn how to do some things. He never did come to church. Never did come to church. And see that scripture I just read there where Jesus said, Behold, uh, uh, thou made whole sin no more lest the worst thing come upon you. Well, I didn't know where that was. I didn't hardly know where the book of John was at that time. Hadn't been saved long. I knew where the maps was. I liked to look at them maps back there, you know. I come up reading funny books. i was looking at the pictures, you know. I didn't, couldn't even read them, I don't think. Anyway, the Lord told me one day, go tell him. Go and sin no more lest the worst thing come upon you. And I wasn't one and, and told him. I said, R.D., the Lord told me this morning, said go sin tell you to go sin no more or less the worst thing come upon you that man when he got healed he went to the river I mean never darkened the door of the church he went to the river and fished for two months I mean mean, how many of you ever set up an old metal boat all day long and fished you know you better be healed you can't sit there all day in an old tin boat he stayed there for two months man he was gathering them fish having a big time I told him, the Lord said, go and sin no more lest the worst thing come upon you. I said, when are you going to get in church? He never came to church. He's in the graveyard now. A worst thing come upon him. Say, how come God put it on? No, 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 no. A thousand times no. God ain't in the business of putting something on somebody and getting it off, putting it back. None of that kind of doings. He ain't like that. He himself took your sickness. He handled that problem but I'm telling you right now the Bible says neither give place to the devil are you listening to me he didn't know man first time symptoms and things started happening to him again he thought he is, well I'm, I must I ain't heal. you know I went and talked to him when he was in intensive care just before he died I said you want me to pray for you and, and God will forgive you and he'll heal you he said no no I don't even know if the man was saved when he died. I don't know. I don't know. But I know his heart was hardened and he was bitter and I know most of more than likely he blamed God but it wasn't God. It wasn't God. It was him going sin no more. Well, let me tell you something. When you receive something from Jesus, he still wants to be honored and glorified. Are you listening to me? He want to be thanked. And you tell him, Lord, I love you and I appreciate what you've done for me and set me free and restored me to my family. And oh, Lord, I appreciate it. And he likes that. Lord Lord ain't going to heal someone for them to stay drunk and doped up the rest of their life. Now, I'm telling you, Praise the Lord. Someone asked me, said, well, I wished I'd have been around Jesus or something like that. Let me tell you something, folks. If you're going to get one of these supernatural gifts of the Spirit or something like that operating or even healed by faith, you're going to have to get around the anointing. You're going to have to get around the anointing. Kind of like a lady called me yesterday, I believe it was. Something wrong with her child. Where you go to church? Told me where she go to church. I said, Well, you don't expect to see a miracle up there, do you? Oh no, no. I said, You reckon Jesus could preach there? She said, Well, I, you know, I don't. I, uh, yeah, you know. Uh, I said, Reckon what if he cast out a devil? Oh no. Don't, don't, don't get in your head. And don't, don't, don't just kind of soft soak this thing around and say, well, y'all just kind of go where you want to and everything will be lovely. It won't be lovely, folks. It won't be lovely. It won't be lovely. Satan is out to destroy you. You know, he don't care if you go to some churches. He'll encourage you to go. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are in these two healings, we see this. One, the man's faith got his son healed. This other than a gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. You can be around the anointing. And, and, and if these things happen, uh, the gifts of the Spirit happen, that's fine. But if they don't, we can always depend on our faith. It'll work 100% of the time. Amen. Stand on your feet. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.